Chapter 6 of The Homesteader. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jeff Blanchard. The Homesteader by Oscar Mugeau. Epoch the Second. The Prairie Fire. My mother grabbed me, kissed, and hugged me time and time again when I returned. Jean-Baptiste read in the letter he received from his wife-to-be a few days after she had returned to the Windy City, and he was satisfied. She had been so worried, you see, because she had written father nothing about it, and this was the first time in her married life that she had dared do anything without a long consultation with him. But she is glad I went now, and thinks you are a very sensible fellow therefore. Papa sent a telegram advising that he had been reappointed presiding elder over the same district, and would come into Chicago for a few days before entering into another year of the work. I am deluged with questions regarding the West, and it gives me a great deal of pleasure to explain everything and of the wonderful work you are doing. Now, Papa will be home in a few days, and knowing how hard he is to explain anything to, I am preparing myself for quite a task. I will close now, with love and kisses to you, believe me to be, your own, Orlean. Jean now went about his duties. His sister and grandmother were with him, and he had planned to put them on their claims at once, so as to ensure them to prove up as soon as possible. Therefore to their places he hauled lumber, coal and provisions. Their claims lay some forty-five miles to the northwest beyond the railroad, which now had its terminus at Dallas. And referring to that, we have not found occasion to mention what had taken place in the country in the two years past. When the railroad had missed Dallas and struck Gregory and the other two government town sites, Dallas was apparently doomed, and in a few months most of the businessmen had gone and the business buildings, etc., had been moved to Gregory, this town because of the fact that it was only five miles from the next county line, the county that had been opened, and which contained the land that Jean-Baptiste had secured for his relatives and bride, was, for a time, expected to become the terminus, and to this end considerable activity had transpired with a view to getting the heavy trade that would naturally come with the opening and settlement of the county west, which had twice the area of the county in which Gregory lay. Now it was shortly after the railroad was under course of construction that one, the chief promoter of the town site, called on the town dads of Gregory with a proposition. The proposition was, in short, to move Dallas to Gregory and thereupon combine in making Gregory a real city. Unfortunately for Gregory, her leaders were men who had grown up in a part of the country where the people did not know all they might have known. They consisted in a large measure of rustic mountebanks who, because and only because Gregory happened to have been in the direct line of the railroad survey and had thereby secured the road, took unto themselves the credit of it all. So, instead of entertaining the offer in a logical, business, and appreciative manner, 
gave the promoter the big haw-haw and turned their backs to him there was a spell of inactivity for a time on the part of the said promoter but in the fall when the ground had frozen hard and the corn was being gathered all that was left in the little town of dallas laying beside the claim of jean baptiste was suddenly hauled five miles west of the town of gregory and still before the gregory illogics had time even to think clearly business was going on in what they then chose to call new dallas and the same lay directly on the line of the two counties and where the railroad survey ended it is needless to detail the excitement which had followed this lies lies liars were the epithets hailed from gregory the railroad is in gregory to stay to stay for oh they couldn't say how many years perhaps a hundred but all that noise to the west was a bluff a simon pure bluff and that ended it that is until they started the same noise over again but it had not been a bluff the tracks had been laid from gregory to dallas early in the spring that followed and now dallas was the town instead of gregory and the boom that had followed the building of the town is a matter never to be forgotten in the history of the country gregory's one good fortune was that she had secured the land office which necessitated that all filings should be entered there and in this way got more of the boom than was occasioned by the land opening at the west than it had expected to when the railroad company had pushed its way west out of the town it was about this time while great excitement was on and thousands of people were in the town of dallas that something occurred that came near literally wiping that town off the map jean baptiste had loaded his wagons and was on the way from his land to the claims of his sister when the same came to pass the greatest danger in a new country comes after the grass has died in the fall and before the new grass starts in the spring but in the fall when the grass is dry and crisp and the surface below is warm and dry is the time of prairie fires no time could have been more opportune for such an episode than the time was now the wind had been blowing for days and days and had made the short grass very brittle and the surface below as hot as in july jean baptiste was within about a mile of where new dallas was reposed vaingloriously on a hillside here many new buildings rising proudly defiantly as if to taunt and annoy gregory against the skyline when with the wind greeting him he caught the smell of burning grass he reached a hillside presently and from there he could see for miles to the west beyond and the sight that met his gaze staggered him a prairie fire he cried apprehensively and urged his team forward toward dallas one glance had been sufficient to convince him what it might possibly mean a prairie fire with the wind behind it as this was would bid no good for dallas and once there he could be of a little service since he knew how to fight it when he arrived at the outskirts of the embryo city he was met by a frightened head of humanity with bags and trucks and all they could carry with eyes wide and mouths gaped in terror they were hurrying madly from the town to an apparent place of safety a ploughed field nearby 
miles to the west the fire and the smoke rose in great dark reddened clouds and cast even at that distance dark shadows over the little city as he drew into the town he could see a line of figures working at firebreaks before the gloom they were the promoters and the townspeople and he imagined how they must feel with death possible and destruction positive coming like an angry beast directly upon them soon jean baptiste with wet horse blankets was with them on the fire line the speed at which the wind was driving the fire was ominous soon all the west was as if lost in the conflagration for the sun shining out of the clear sky an hour before was now shut out as if clouds were over all the dull roar and crackle of the burning grass brought a feeling of awe over all before it the heat became after a time intense the air was surcharged with soot and the little army worked madly at the firebreaks rolling tumbling twisting turning but always coming onward the hurricane presently struck the fire guards in that moment it was seen that a mass of thistles dried manure and all refuse from the prairie was sweeping before it as if to draw the fire onward the fire plunged over the guards as though they had not been made pushed back the little army and rushed madly into the town it was impossible now to do more the conflagration was beyond control now in the town an effort was therefore made to get the people out of their houses where some had even hidden when it appeared that all would be swept away in the terrible deluge of fire one two three four five six ten houses went up like chaff and the populace groaned when of a sudden something happened like napoleon's army at waterloo there was a quick change one of those rare freaks but what some chose to claim in after years as the will of the creator in sympathy with the hopeful builders the wind gradually died down whipped around and in less than five minutes was blowing from the east almost directly against its route of a few minutes before the fire halted seemed to hesitate and then like some cowardly thing turned around and started back on the same ground it had raged over where it lingered briefly sputtered flickered and then quickly died and the town badly frightened hard worked but thankful withal was saved end of chapter six epoch the second the prairie fire